there's this kid who was like at the time 11 years old he pretty much was with him and his dad the kid would give out a bunch of routers they were super cheap at the time because the market it was the beginning of helium and he would be like oh just plug this in like we'll split it you get 30 percent, i get 70 percent of whatever it generates you get the device for free all you gotta do is plug it in and the guy plugged it in and the kid became a multi-millionaire before even becoming a teenager Hello, welcome back to another week of Sometimes Crypto, the unscripted crypto podcast. Hey, yo, you do so monotone, monotone. I, I like to keep my voice. Take two, take two. Nice study. Take two, take two. Try again. Nice try again, buddy. Oh, try again. Okay. No. Uh, don't try again. <laughs> okay, <just kidding. laughs> I was, was going to go in. <laughs> See, he takes things very literal. Okay, cool. So today we got our good friend, Henry. Henry. You say that to every guest we have is a good friend. Because they are good friends. You, do, do you have any bad friends? I consider you. <laughs> I consider you. On this I consider you a bad friend. <laughs> they're not here on this podcast. You are back. a bad friend. Oh man! All right, so Henry, this is your camera. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I've known Alex since high school. Right. What, what grade we met? Uh. No. Middle no. School. Middle, school, middle school. Middle school. But we didn't talk much in middle school. Uh, talked a little bit more in high school. And then not even that much. They're we lovers. really got close. Yeah, secretly, we really okay. got close after. Oh, you guys got real close, huh? Yeah, we, we, we reconnected. Yeah, we reconnected. <laughs> they kindled this fire. And uh, William, I've known him since for about two years now, okay. right? I'm the other secret lover, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So we invited you over because uh, we didn't invite him. Stop lying. He invited himself on. He says, I want to be on the podcast. He said, I want to go on. I was like, Don't lie here. I was like super excited when you said that. And I was like, hey. I was like, really? No way. Shut up. Get, get off. He was, I want to join you guys. Let's go. Let's go. But yeah. If you get canceled, it's your fault. <laughs> I try not to say anything. No, we try to do it all the time. I think we got canceled pretty early on. <laughs> Can we curse? Not yet, but yes. Yeah, give it give it a few minutes. Yeah, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We try to wait like five ten minutes in because apparently <laughs> the YouTube algorithm detects the cursing right away and it'll push it out like mm-hmm. it won't. Yeah, so we try to hold off on the cursing, but you can go buck wild like in like five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> About five minutes, you can go. Yeah. Let it rip. Let it let it rip. Let it rip. So, uh, you do you want to hit news first, or do you want to ask him some questions about what he's been up to? Whichever, we'll get to the FBF trial later. Well, I'll, I'll tie it in some SBF, way, shape, or form. SBF trial later, for sure. Cool. So, uh, you're a big fan of studying markets. And mm. just, uh, is it stocks or is it ex- uh, for, uh, foreign foreign exchange? Forex. Forex. Um, it is. So, I started Or the black market. That works, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. It's the stock market. Um, I started with SPY. So, mm. which would be like pretty much the broad market in S&P a sense. S&P 500, guys. Mm-hmm. Is that like a SPY is like the, the ticker symbol for S&P 500? No. It's, it's the cash ETF for it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I look at other stocks like Apple, Google, Tesla, Microsoft. Individually. Mm-hmm. But I don't trade them. You don't trade. Before we continue, not financial advice. Yeah, not trading advice. Nothing, nothing, in, nothing in the in the, in the store. Okay, <laughs> this is just us shooting the fun, not financial advice. Mm-hmm. You may continue now. <laughs> yeah, please don't take any trades. <laughs> don't take any trades because of Henry. <laughs> I'll let you know how they go for you. Um, 
but yeah um, I mean I have to follow them but I don't trade them mm-hmm. um, but recently I went more to futures um, and how long have you been uh, studying the stock market? oh so I started in I started really getting into it in March of 2021 pandemic yeah pandemic yeah yeah um, I started just researching is when mm-hmm. I just started getting into it mm. sorry like was that before videos. or after the GameStop incident that was after not after yeah. mm-hmm. it was after but still kind of during yeah like, like GameStop was still like big news big news yeah mm-hmm. and it was part of the reason why I got why into you got into the stock mm-hmm. market yeah okay for sure yeah that was like trending like all over the place Everyone yeah exactly about it. Big, exactly big a lot of people got into it so did when you got into the market were you more interested in just like general trading long-term investment or like uh, so I didn't know nothing at first okay. what i was into mm-hmm. um but what i what i got like what i fell in love with with was mm-hmm. day t- day trading day trading yeah day trading okay cool um swing trading which for anyone that doesn't know it means if you hold on to a trade overnight that's basically considered a swing trade um that i mean i could see myself getting into that maybe in the future but I want to master day trading first. Okay, so like day trading would be same, same day, day like same day close. You get into a trade yeah. as long as you get into a trade and, and get close out. it in before the same day. Yeah, before market day closes, it's a day mm. trade. Yeah. And then uh, anything that's a little bit longer would be considered a swing. A swing trade, yeah. Okay, for sure. And, and longer than that would be like investment. Just more investments, yeah. Mm. And uh, how did you start like your educational journey on that? YouTube. <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> YouTube University is the YouTube University, yep. Um, the hard part was finding who to watch. Because I had, I had no idea. Like, I was just searching up videos, and then I didn't know. Everybody has a different trading style. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. So I didn't know who I liked at first. And I went through a whole bunch of channels that I didn't go back to. But I found um, Team Bull Trading, mainly this guy named Jadon. He's a beast, like fucking beast. Like mm-hmm. he makes, he makes like ten to twenty k a day. Like wow. he's insane. <laughs> like and he does strictly day trades. Strictly day trading, yeah. Strictly spy too. Oh really? Yeah, and he's the one. He taught me the most. Um, but I've kind of gotten away from him because his videos are just really short, and then after the move has already happened, so he's good to like backtrack. And just kind of see, like, learn what happened during that day. He'll go over the day, um, those sort of videos. But I want to know kind of before. And I found this guy named Trade Brigade. Brigade. He's pretty, he's, like, insane. He's so good. And he does a pre-market analysis. So from 8.30 in the morning, he does a live stream on YouTube completely free, pretty much until market open. And he goes over everything. And he's just super good, super good. Um, I'm learning mostly from him. I love the way he trades. But yeah, I've combined him and like Jadon and Trade Brigade. And I'm making my own trading style, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask in terms of like that style, what were like, some things that you look for uh, when you're deciding on a trade to go into? Or So um, first, I got to like establish trend. That's the first thing I do. Mm-hmm. So I look at the weekly chart first, then I start going down to daily, four hour, one hour, 30 minute, 15 minute, and then five minute, and sometimes the one minute. 
but mainly the five and the 15 minutes when I'm looking at um, nowadays before I was looking more at the one minute and the five minute so I've kind of you know adjusted <laughs> but and it's strictly just spy well I, I traded for like a year spy mm-hmm. but now I'm doing something that is called funded um, trading and if you guys don't know I don't, um, I don't know what that is basically I mean there's so many companies that do it so many companies that offer it but the best one that I found is Apex um, you do a, an evaluation and once you pass the evaluation they give you a funded account or you, you don't buy the funded account no you have to I mean you buy it but you gotta get it you gotta pass the evaluation pass first the, gotcha yeah, so like you need like meet certain qualifications so that they could give you a funded. They account. have to know you're not yeah. going to blow their money yeah, in ten exactly. seconds. Yeah, exactly. As you open the account. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have I have heard of that. I just didn't know that it was called a funded account. Yeah, and then they give accounts. you a certain amount of money. It's twenty five k, the one that I did, but I can't use the twenty five k. No. Yeah. Once it, it take if I lose a thousand five hundred, that's it. My account gets automatically locked. Oh really? Yeah. For the day, for the month? No, no, that's it. Like, it's gone. I have to restart. Then why do they give you a 25K limit? Yeah, that's why I don't. Oh, I know why. Never mind. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, I'll I'll tell you why. (laughs) If you're doing day trades, minimum needed to day trade without any um, requirements is a 25K minimum. The pattern day trader rule? Yeah. Um, At least that's for most accounts. mm -hmm. You need 25K minimum to be able to... That do the day trade. No, but I think We're unlimited. I don't I've heard think that I've applies heard of, for futures. I've heard of those. It does. Does it? I've, I've only traded on Robinhood a few times. For Robinhood, it definitely counts it. And I looked futures, futures, options. Yeah, options is not futures. Okay, that's all I was actually going to ask. Now I'm our, getting now you threw me off. Are well, futures difference? and options the same thing? No, they're not. No. So what not. makes them different? Aren't you just speculating so, on the future price of the asset? I know an option is like a contract to buy. Yeah. It is speculation on future exactly. price. Exactly. So option trading is literally trading contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you're, you're, you promise to buy 100. There's so many more variables that affect options than yeah, futures. The Greeks. Yes, the Greeks. The Greeks. I remember because I did do a little bit of options trading a while ago. The Greeks. Right, befo- right before the whole um, the GameStop situation. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, it's all about the Greeks when it comes to options. Yeah, the Greeks. You got to keep in mind the Greeks. Which I, the- I don't even know what that means. Like, right, they're, <laughs> they're, Bro, that's just like Chinese to most people. It, even to me, like I, I, I know the main Greeks, mm-hmm. but there's still some other Greeks. Like they're, they're not as important, but they're still important. Mm-hmm. So um, then, so what's the future? Yeah, so what's the future? So future trading, you're... I, I can't explain it that well like that. But basically, I can explain the trading part of it. You buy a contract as well, but the price doesn't fluctuate with like it doesn't have variables like the Greeks. Mm-hmm. So let's say it goes up a point, it's always gonna go up the same amount of money. You always make the same amount of money. In option trading, if it goes up that amount, time decay, which is theta, yeah, which is yeah. one of the yeah, Greeks, one of the Greeks. Af- affects it. Implied volatility. The volatility mm-hmm. affects it. Yeah, um, the, the Greeks do. Like, yeah, and more you'll lose. You could lose more money, or you can make more money. Mm-hmm. Depend. Yeah, like with the it, same move. Yeah, exactly. It could go up the w- one point, mm-hmm. and that up one point could mean a completely different thing for for contracts. Yeah, versus futures. Futures yeah. is like more straightforward. Is what you're saying? Yeah, um, futures is way more yeah. straightforward. I know with futures, um, you're basically like like let's say you buy oil. Mm-hmm. Once that contract, that contract has like also a certain expiration date. And if you're still holding on to that contract, by the time it expires, you're going to get oil. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, buying the oil. Yeah. 
like or gold or silver like like you're basically buying yeah the, i wasn't sure if that happens when when i when i did the options things so i always like because there's times where i didn't really necessarily want the stocks i just wanted to do the trade yeah options. and i had to make sure i want i liquidated like mm-hmm. the, the contract it. before before yeah. expiration yeah because you'll have to like yeah exercise you, it yeah it's exercise it, yeah mm-hmm um, yeah, I don't want to exercise contracts. I'm just trading them. And you're <laughs> again, but you're still buying. It's still buying a contract of some sort. Mm-hmm. They're both contracts in a way. They're just different. Oh, but you just but it's just based on the speculative price of that future asset. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So give me an example so I can make sure I understood. Like what? Give me an example of a trade. No one take it. Like this is an example. So, like, I guess, like today, for example, yeah. Okay, today I was waiting for on um, ES mm-hmm. forty three twenty. I was I had a reject there. That was your reject. Line. That was my reject. So once price hit that level, um, it actually hit forty forty three nineteen. So it was a point off, and I didn't get in. <laughs> so that, that's kind of sucked. Yeah, and then I got in late. I still got advantage of the move, but kind of sloppy. Um, but I got in at 40, well, I got in at 4,300 mm-hmm. from the move because it was so quick. Um, and I got it down to, sorry, 4,400 and I got it down to 4,395. So I only got like five points off the move, um, which is still pretty decent. Um, but with those five points and I was one ES contract, the the contracts move by point, by intervals of point twenty five. Okay. So there's basically four points in like four moves that it could do like 0.25 0.50 0.75 exactly so each interval Mm -hmm. in an es contract is worth twelve dollars and fifty cents each one yeah so if it moves five points it would be twelve and a half times five 12 and a half times 20 basis times, points. Yeah, tw- times the 20 basis points. Correct. So it's like around 200 and something. 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. And your loss there, is is there a premium? Or? There is um, what commissions. Goes, you got to pay commissions. Got you. But what if it does the opposite? So if you you're betting it was going to go up or down? I bet I, I bet I went short. You went short. So I'm saying it's going to go down. You're gonna, it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. But what if it did the opposite? What do you lose? The same amount. The same amount. Yep. Got you. Until you close it out. Until you close it out, yep. Got you. So I searched it up, and options is the option to exercise it. Futures, yeah. you're, you're forced to exercise it. Yeah. So, like, you have to, like, like you said. That's right, yeah. It's yes, like, yes, no yes. matter what, mm-hmm. like, you have to go and, and buy it. It's, it's like essentially the same thing, yeah. but you have to buy it. Mm-hmm. Unless you sell it before it, before it gets yes, to your target correct. price. Someone mm-hmm. has to buy it, and someone has to sell it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Got you. And okay, so you went straight into the futures things, or were you just trading? Or because okay, you started off with spy and you got into futures, but were you when you first started trading, did you get into futures right away, or were you just trading the stock by itself? I was just trading spy, yeah, mm-hmm. options. I, I was doing options, not oh, you, the, yeah, you're not doing not. options, mm-hmm. okay, so you've like bounced around a little bit and tested other things, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I did options, I did options, and it's just so much more complicated. <laughs> like futures, it's it's 
You don't have to decay. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to deal with all those variables. It's an, an implied volatility. That's another thing. That's a that's a big one mm-hmm. that I feel like a lot of people don't like pay attention to as yeah, much. Yeah, because the closer it comes to expiration date and the implied volatility is less, that means your potential like return is smaller. Like, I mean, so implied volatility is basically like let's say there's a big news event mm-hmm. that's scheduled. And where the, the day before affects it. the micro affects it. Jesus, my bad. <laughs> and the day before, it, it's the day before. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that that news event's coming out. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people, like, like you mm-hmm. know, watching those contracts, I- interested in those contracts. So mm-hmm. it goes up. But once that news event happens, mm-hmm. literally the moment it happens, crashes. The I- it's called the IV crush. Mm-hmm. It literally crashes, mm-hmm. and. A contract, let, let's say it barely moved, like the, the, the move barely happened, nothing happened in the move. Let's say it just stayed exactly where it was. The news already happened. You lost money mm-hmm. just because of the IV crush on the yeah. option contract. And that doesn't happen with futures. So that's really nice. <laughs> yeah, it does seem a little bit more complicated than it's, futures. It's so much more complicated, honestly. But, I mean, to each their own. Some people have success with options. Some people have success with futures. It's pretty much, you know. It's another way to trade. Do they yeah. trade uh, futures on Wall Street bets? Do you even look at Wall Street bets? <laughs> Wall Street bets? I used to. Um, that's definitely how I got into it. <laughs> but, honestly, you shouldn't. It's, they're so bad. <laughs> like, it's it's nothing. Like, it's not real. I, I wouldn't, like, follow it if you're going to, Take go, trading seriously. Go into trading, so yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that it's just people just you know YOLO, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I've seen some. <laughs> it's crazy how they have a hundred thousand dollars to lose, right? Because <laughs> I looked at that, and I was like, the amount of people that have that much money to lose is it's kind of surprising. No, and the amount of money that they have to lose is also pretty surprising. Like, you know, it's funny. I actually looked at the subreddit um, a couple of days ago, and someone made like two hundred thousand dollars in a month. But the picture that they put, it looked Photoshop. So they literally had to ban him until he showed proof that it wasn't Photoshop. Then he did. He actually made like $200,000 in a month. Damn. Good yeah. for him. Yeah, he put like a video and he showed it. Like it was the he's application. Like, he's like, like, here's a deposit into mm-hmm. the bank account. Uh, Wall Street bets. That that was wild because I, I found it before the whole Reddit, uh, not Reddit, uh, GameStop thing. Mm-hmm. And people were livid, like absolutely livid on that. But at yeah. the same time, like I remember, I remember seeing it right before this. Um, I think it was like Virgin Voyagers, uh, like pump that they did. And I was like, I was like, I was kind of scared to be on that subreddit because I thought it was illegal. <laughs> I was like, this this seems like market <laughs> manipulation straight up. But then now market manipulation happened with GameStop. Yeah, yeah. That was market manipulation. I mean, everyone came together. That's pretty much what it was. That's not market manipulation. No, the market manipulation was them closing, like, all trading for GameStop. Oh, like, I see what you mean. Like, yeah. Yeah. they were, the 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 futures options, because they were shorting, it was like they were shorting GameStop, and everyone kept on pumping the price of GameStop. Hedge funds were, were hedge, shorting yeah, GameStop. Hedge funds, so yeah, specifically. Mm-hmm. We're shorting GameStop, and then everyone on Wall Street Bell was like, oh, these people are, are like, deep into this like if we just make it go up a little bit like they're gonna be hurting we can make some money but then exactly. it just kept on going up and going up and it put so much pressure on them where they're like oh well we can't even hold this stock anymore like the the like that short like they're like we need to 
do something and eventually they just stop trading like yeah. i mean the hype died down but it stayed it was, it was going on for a long time yeah it was a like it was a little war that they had it was a little yeah and they came they kept gamestop afloat if you haven't heard of that whole gamestop situation they, they made a document uh documentary it's on netflix yeah, highly recommend. haven't watched it highly recommend wa- really? uh, I didn't even know that. staying informed yeah. on that yep. came out recently i think a little while ago not too long ago not too long ago i'm not sure if i saw it maybe maybe not but i do like i just remember seeing it live like like it happened in front of me like live i was like this is insane <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw the same thing with um amc yeah also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then even after uh Bed Bath and Beyond, for a little bit, wow. until they yeah. I mean, Wall Street Bet single-handedly brought GameStop back to life. Yeah, like for a fact, they saved that company. They got <laughs> they saved that company. <laughs> They're going into digital, like like more games, mm-hmm. getting rid of their physical stores. Um. So you enjoy the trading game? So yeah, like trading. It's not even okay. So like once you get the basic, what you would or what like what you want to trade, what exchange, whatever. Then it's like there's so much more to it. Like you gotta be on top of news. Like everything affects the stock market. You gotta be on top of news. You gotta know mental psychology. You gotta know technical analysis, which is a big part of it too. So um. Game theory is kind of like a psychology of decision making. Um, typically, whenever there's more than one player, like in the battlefield, like yeah, like oh, where do you think someone like what what will cause someone to act a certain way, or if they're trying to cause you to act one way? Like mm. There's and there's a few examples of them. Yeah, yeah, and that's in the market, like short squeeze, mm-hmm. like a short squeeze. You know? mm-hmm. Um. Pretty much everyone's short, and the market starts going up, and people start panicking. Like, yo, I thought this was gonna keep going down. <laughs> if I gotta sell, and the more people that sell, the more it goes yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's in the market too. Um, but what I meant with psychology was like personal psychology. Like, FOMO is a big thing. You mm. know, like going back to GameStop. Like, who wouldn't want to be a part of? Uh, the GameStop exploding mm-hmm. and being at the bottom <laughs> and catching the whole move, you know, you feel FOMO. You feel like you missed out. But you catch the top and you're on and the then, way down. And then you're yeah. But you catch the top and you're on your way down. Yeah, <laughs> people coming at the top. Exactly what happens to Bitcoin every <laughs> every four years. Don't look at stop it. That for the tax right there. <laughs> when it was like, don't target. Me. Don't you don't know target what's me. funny? Um, the the month of September, the market went down a lot. I don't know if you guys saw. Not for crypto. For stocks? Uh, yeah, but not for Bitcoin. Bitcoin yeah. Bitcoin uh, actually went up. Yeah, we talked about that a few episodes. Beginning of September, we're like, typically September is a bad month for, for just crypto or Bitcoin. Typically ends negative, but it ended in the like green. up 4% or 3%. Yeah, it ended in the green. So like the stock market was down. Yeah, right, and like, the stock yeah. market crashed like 30 points. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Like SPY went down $30. Mm-hmm. Has it crashed recently? Um, I think it's up this. I mean, so so what happened? Th- I'll say the timeline of from where I started, mm-hmm. and then I can go a little bit back and get a little bit of from before when I started. Mm-hmm. So when I started um, trading, the market was going down. 
like we were in a bear market and we haven't been in a bear market in like over 10 years mm-hmm. so i came in to the stock market and i'm seeing honestly new things that that hasn't been seen in yeah a that hasn't been seen yeah. in a really long time it's a different market mm-hmm. um bear markets are way more volatile than bull markets that's where that's where men are made <laughs> that's where traders are made <laughs> yep um and uh the that was all of 20 we're in 2020 that was all 2022 pretty much just straight down inflation got really bad i mean gas prices went up everything happened pretty much and the market reflected it um and then this year at the start of this year is we've we've pretty much been in a bull market uh mainly because of ai (laughs) they're calling it ai mania (laughs) um but yeah like we went from like three first we had the banks crash so we got a, we got a, a small little crash from the banks um silicon valley bank yeah mm-hmm. and a couple other banks that also silicon went down. valley um north no oh, i don't remember but there was like two other ones mm-hmm. we had that little crash and but then after that it's pretty much ai AI was all of the headlines. NVIDIA exploded. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did see that. When they got the chips to be manufactured. Check check out. Check, pull up the, the, the chart for NVIDIA and just look at that. What's, I mean, the, now we're what's the code for? N- NVDA. NVIDIA only makes a GPU uh, uh, parts, right? Yeah, they make... Um, uh, Gra- uh, graphic cards. Graphic cards, yeah. But um, GPUs, yeah, and video graphics cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what does that have to do with uh, AI? Um, I I mean I think most of it is based on what range do you want year. Yeah, per year, per yearly. So we were down there like at one hundred and fifty. So and this was pretty much this was their um, earnings that just exploded. <laughs> and um, so their earnings all, May they made fourth earnings came out. And then that's when it went up to four hundred one, mm-hmm. and it started at three hundred five. So it went up a hundred bucks. Yeah, from here to here, and about and and right here was like all time highs already. So yeah, yeah, it was already on the way up. So but still, right now it's still they're like they were killing it. They're yeah. really good. As of right now, I think all time high price was four ninety three. It's currently trading at four fifty seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gone down a little bit. Forty um, bucks. Mm-hmm. September was a bad month. You could see it right there. <laughs> Had a what? Yeah. This is what yeah. September end of twenty first four ten, yeah. But bad month relative to where it start to where you. Where are. was it? No, where, yeah, where, 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 what, what, what do you see? This like fifty two week low. Let's just see here. No, yeah, sure. because like four forty four ninety sounds good, but like, uh, like where was it at a year ago, two years ago? So year to date, so as of January fifth, January fifth, it was one forty two. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, that's actually really big. It's up a metric crap ton. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And that's because well, of AI? Just because AI. <laughs> Pretty much. It's almost up 300%. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. That's yeah. insane. That's a lot of money. AI, as you're saying. AI. And then everyone's getting an AI. Google, Microsoft. Everyone has an AI. Everyone, no, no. Every software company is putting Yeah, exactly. So that, that, that's pretty much what kicked off the little bull market we had this year. 
Are um, you considered a fake bull market or a real bull market? Um, I'm not sure <laughs> because we're, what, we're, what, we're, what do you mean by fake and real? Fake in the sense of it's due to one and just like you're saying, it's only due uh, to AI. It's uh, not like because hype, markets are actually doing uh-huh. good. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say it's fake. Honestly, it's not because it's because of the hype of AI. Because mm-hmm. technically, we still have high inflation. Yep. Interest rates are still skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's going to still stay high. Oil prices are up. Mm-hmm. Everything's up. Like mm-hmm. commodities, are, everyone's paying for more. Everyone's paying. More? Their dollars going for their yeah. dollars going Less. not as far as it used yeah. to. So that's why I say fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would say fake too then. <laughs> By, by yeah, that that's, why I, that's why I wanted to ask because I was like, what do you mean by fake? Because obviously, like the market, if it's not fake, it, ha- it went <laughs> up. Like that. that yeah, but you're d- fake in the sense of money's too expensive to get. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got an inflation report report tomorrow. Uh, do we? PPI. Uh, PPI comes out, and then CPI comes out next week. No, on uh, Thursday. Thursday? Yep. Oh, I know it was this. Week. I didn't know it was this week. Yep. Very big market movers. Very important. Um, to know if we got another rate hike this year. That's pretty much what the market is, um, is waiting for. Because mm-hmm. um, Jerome Powell said one more could be still possibly. Po- yep, still possible this year. What's your percent on that? That it, that it comes in one more. How um, likely? How, how likely, likely, how likely do you think it is? Is this going to happen? I don't know, but there's a website that says it. What, <laughs> what website? I don't, I don't know the website. What but what I know there's a website that has it. Literally fluctuates every day. It gives you the percentage of. What people think is gonna the rate hike percentage would be for this next one that's coming and the following one. Oh no, it's probably a yeah. quarter. Yeah, it's probably a, uh, like twenty five. He has points. D- yeah, he hasn't done. I don't think he's gonna do more than anymore. No, 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 no. I mean, like the chance that there is a hike. Oh, oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the question. That was the question. <laughs> do you, I say he does one more. You think so? This month? Is it this month? No, it's not. It's in three weeks. It's in three weeks. Oh, three weeks. Yeah. Okay. It's towards the. I think it's early November. Maybe. Yeah, if it's in three weeks, it's already November. Right before holidays. Mm-hmm. Do you th- what? No, I was gonna say if like if you think it's it's necessary, but like if you think it's gonna happen, then yeah, it's probably because Jerome Powell thinks it's necessary. <laughs> so from from a trading perspective, I don't really care if it happens. He trades or with not. a trend. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I don't really care whether it happens or not. I am not trading the event, mm-hmm. but I could trade the news after the event, just based on technicals, mm-hmm. uh, because that's like that's the way I like to trade technicals. Obviously, I want to know what's going on in the world, but technicals is the reason I put a trade. Mm-hmm. It's purely technicals, and by technicals I mean support and resistance, EMAs, uh, trend. Um, I use something called Fibonacci retracements. They're amazing. I've heard of them. I don't. don't it's a trading strategy. They're, they're, it's just a tool, mm-hmm. and you can base trades um, on them and other things. Mm-hmm. It's better if you combine a whole bunch of things. Sounds like a, a, a rainbow chart type thing. Yeah, yeah. like multiple levels. Uh, but probably something different also. Wait, uh, what? Like the Fibonacci retracements? That's yeah. what it sounds like? Yeah. Like It's like... Um, the way you use them is like if it's you need you need to have a trending market in order to use them and let's say you're in an uptrend you just basically get the low point of the trend of the move and then the high point and it'll give you a whole bunch of like percentages the main ones are 32 um the 32 point something i forget that one i don't use it that much i use the 50 and the 61.8 
I feel like the market respects those more. Yeah. Yeah. And you just combine it with the other tools. That's how I base a trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Just gather information up and, or down. and come yeah. up with a decision. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to see, ask if uh, markets were affected, like h- how you saw markets open. Because I didn't look at the markets yesterday or today. Um, Bitcoin went down. Bitcoin went down? Yeah. Currently, last time I saw it today, it was like 27 and a half. So with the uh, war, you mean, right? Yeah, because uh, which we are aware of the war, so shitty sh- situation all around. Mm-hmm. Since it happened over the weekend, the markets were closed, but they opened red um, on Monday. Yeah, they opened red on Monday, down like like on SPY. I think we closed Friday like 4.31 or 4.30, somewhere around there. And we opened like 4.27. And we just went up from there. It has been... But we're, we're, where we're in, since we went down so much recently, where we're, we're up, it's just a little counter-trend rally, is what they're calling it. You know, like a little, um, there's so many different names for it. Dead cat bounce is another mm-hmm. name for it. Um, it's just a, a rally from the big downtrend move yeah, that we yeah. just made. Like the big, mm-hmm. we're just oh, cause bouncing it, it, a little. Because it, it rallied back. Yeah, it's rallying back it, a little it, right now, yeah. but that's expected. We're still in a downtrend right now. Mm-hmm. But oh, for the year, we're still up. So yes. it just depends on the perspective that you look at it. The time frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From the beginning of October 11th of last year, we we're at 3,588. This is S&P 500. And we're at 4,358. Like almost, what, 1,000? 800? Seven, actually. Oh, can you put... Yes. ES? Just ES? ES chart. Because I think that's SPX, what you're looking at. Maybe. They're a little different. They're they're like around the same number, but they're a little different. Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, you guys are looking for uh, the, the market trades. It's looking for the futures. Let's see if I can do that. Let me see if I can open on TradingView. How many hours a day do you spend trading? That's a good question. Um, today, I went way longer than I wanted to. I went till 2 o'clock. Till 2 o'clock? Yeah. From, and you, from open? From open. This one? Yes. Now, why, why do you say that's longer than you wanted to? Because... <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, It just, I mean, I it mean, depends. I mean, it's a bad thing because it's longer yeah, than you wanted to. But, like... So like from the way I learned it from Jadon, he likes to trade 9.30 to 11 and then that's it, he's done for the day. Mm-hmm. And this kind of goes back to the psychology part of it. You don't want to over trade in the market. That's so. Uh, yeah, they're 43.92. Yeah, those were the numbers I was telling you. So I was watching for 44.20. Mike's not getting you. Which would be... My bad, I forgot I gotta take it. <laughs> you gotta take it with you. <laughs> you gotta take it with you. Or you can just uh, take it so yeah, like Where were we? Where were we? Right here. I think we bounced down from right. Yes. What what time what This is on the bottom. Let's put Let's put it one day. Yes. Gotta gotta get the the HDMI cable, connect it, record that <laughs> record the screen. <laughs> yeah, <using laughs> yeah we gotta 
I was I was thinking about printing it out. He's going to bring. We're looking at the chart. We're sorry you can't see it. But we're looking at the I mean, you S&P. can search it up for today. What's today's date? Um, the 10th. The 10th. Yeah, the 10th. October 10th. But what, what time do you want? Because here are the hours. 23, 22. It's just in military time. What, you want a specific time? Um, I mean, I just... These, these prices... Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me check my phone. Check your phone. You, you, we have no rules against using cell phones in the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You're allowed to look at them. You could pull up anything you need to pull up. It's 43.93, right? That's where it's at. 43... We're here. Yeah. 43.92.75, yeah. So what if you go to, like, daily? That is the daily chart. This is monthly? That's a monthly chart, correct. What about the five minute? Or like 15 minute? Can we do that? But the market's closed. Or are you looking for something specific? This is a five minute. I'm just looking for today. There you go. There you go. So Uh, zoom in into there, right there. For you right now. And you made a trade today? I made a couple of trades. Um, I actually started negative today, but I bounced back and I ended up plus $260 on the day. Oh, nice. So this literally right here, this is the reject I was watching for, for 4420. And boom, there's the move. There is the move. Yep. So this took what? This, because each candle takes five minutes. So you had to hold that for a while. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why I missed it. So I got in, but then it looked like it wasn't, it going all the way down so i got out and i basically i literally got so you, in you, up here and i got out right here on one of these yeah on one of those and i kind of i basically missed the whole move he took it on the he took it on the on one of the earlier trades before it really bottomed out yeah and, and then i got in again oh on the downturn like, like right there and i caught this small little this move. small down this move down mm-hmm. gotcha and but i missed literally so, that but <laughs> you missed your pattern though because wouldn't you say it's risky to take this t- jumping like around here? Yeah, on the it way down? definitely was riskier. Yeah, it was. Because there's no um, at that point you don't have any resistance yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. C- can you take a screenshot of that? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna be like, oh, let's, let's, let's no, not that. Slap it up on there. I don't remember how to do that now. So I don't remember how to take a screenshot right now. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's fine. Actually. And I also caught Just did it. a little oh, bit. So right here, I caught, if you zoom in on this. Yeah, go for it. Uh, can you do it? Because I don't, on my platform, I just scroll and it, freaking, it like highlights what I. No. This is, you're talking like right on here? Yeah. So right here, this little breakout with that top wick right R- up there. Where the wick ended? Mm-hmm. I got, I got that small little move right you there. Got, you got in or got out? I got in. I got in uh, long right here. Mm-hmm. Once it broke out right here, I got all the way to the top, like that top. You caught the top and then the went for the. Cr- mm-hmm. So you caught the wick here and then sold around here. Yeah, no, no, no. I caught down here and I sold on the top of. The oh, wick. so you're going. I was uh, going long right. You're going long. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry for those listening. We're talking about the trade that he took this morning that he missed the. He took one an early point and then he missed the, the real downturn. Yeah. At like what time is this? What's seventeen oh five? Seventeen oh five? Five oh five. Five oh five. So yeah, he missed the five oh five one. That's, that's the wrong yeah. UTC. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I'm like, wait a minute. UTC. I think there's a three hour difference from yeah. So it's, it's probably like two o'clock. Uh, yeah. Was, I think yeah. Something like two o'clock. It was like, but no. But you said that was towards your end. 
towards the that was the end of the day or beginning of the day no 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 it was towards the end of the day i stopped around okay okay yeah that was around two o'clock then Yo, time zones so annoying yeah i was like this. i was like 17 i was like the market shouldn't be open <laughs> there we go that's funny time zones their thing space time 13 uh, 13 one, one o'clock, one o'clock. Yeah, one I, was o'clock. Gonna, I was gonna say one o'clock, one one o'clock. o'clock. yeah i just switched it to new york time yeah, one o'clock. so we can function our fault for all that time we just had in the <laughs> podcast <laughs> got the they got they got excited <laughs> trades oh jesus trades trades so um news you want to go into news with a sbf or um whatever so sbf trial continued today and you know what happened with sbf sbf right sam bankman fried no idea no idea no idea never heard of sam bankman fried never heard of ftx the exchange ftx sounds ftx sounds ethereum no no ftx no Cool. This is going to be fun. So we're going to explain some of the FTX things just because we're already at it. So it was this. FTX is a well, is a cryptocurrency, FTX? cryptocurrency exchange? exchange. This guy? You never remember seeing him like at a heat game or something? No. Okay. So he ran this big crypto exchange. Like second largest in the U.S. Uh, yeah, second largest. And like third largest or, sec- or third largest in the world. Uh, and he had the naming rights to the American. Well, was the American Airlines Arena? It's now the Kaseya Kaseya Center. Kaseya Center. Uh, so FTX it was literally on the American Airlines Arena over there. And uh, well, what was that? Uh, has it been a it's year? Been a year. A year. It's almost a year now. Yeah. That uh, the company went bankrupt. They couldn't uh, pay people their their funds because uh, there was a whole lot like embezzlement going on pretty much and he's having a big trial going on that started last week on tuesday a week ago mm. yeah november 11th is going to be a year in mm. november that company like was worth billions of dollars yeah was, he, he was at the age of like 29 31 he was the youngest billionaire in the world like the youngest billionaire ever essentially one of the youngest oh, um yeah. His ex-girlfriend, Carol, uh, Carolina, Ellis, Carolina, Carolina, Ellison, Ellison, Ellison uh, was the CEO of another company that co-owned, like started by him as well. Uh huh. Mm. And they were pretty much he was giving him giving that company Alameda, uh, Alameda Labs or Alameda Research. Alameda Research. Um, they're giving them like funds, loans, so they could. Uh, like invest it into crypto and supposedly into the company but what ended up happening was anything but that and that whole trial is starting now so she went on to testify today which was the big news yeah she's testifying against him saying that there was exactly what they said like that she was part of commingling of funds so just essentially FTX the exchange used customer funds, which they weren't supposed to use because it's they were just meant to be held there. That they took about fourteen billion dollars. That FTX gave the company fourteen billion of customer funds to trade with. Oh, yeah, and that they didn't, Damn. and that she she <laughs> did say, oh, we gave some of it back, but like there was an eight billion dollar hole that they couldn't account for. So they they essentially had a bank run on the exchange mm. itself so at one point they caught 
that this token that they held FTT, which was created by FTX to like just for them to use to yeah. for customers to be like, oh, you get discounts or whatever, was held by Alameda and another company, Binance, held like another two, three million dollars, maybe even more worth of it. I don't remember the exact number now. And Binance was like, I'm selling this. It's smell it's fishy because Alameda held like a large a portion, portion yeah. of uh, that liquidity. So the it was so fragile. It was yeah. too illiquid. Yeah. So the price wasn't stable. Yeah. So when everyone started to realize that, everyone started to sell the FTT coin. Mm-hmm. Once the positive started to try to pull out their crypto, they couldn't withdraw because it just wasn't enough money to withdraw. So it caused a bank run and they went bankrupt. Oh damn, that's crazy! But it's all for like money, not money, not money laundering, but like this. wire fraud and everything else. So he's on trial for that. She pled guilty to everything, and now she's testifying today alongside with um, the co-founder of FTX as well. I see. So she testified, that's basically crazy. saying that they took for that she's that she, yes she took fourteen billion that all the crimes that are alleged are accurate that she did do all that. Which I have on Give me a second. I'll pull them up. A crazy thing that I remember hearing when the first when this news broke out was <coughs> that uh, two executives of of FTX uh, both happened to be like like the top funders for campaigns and like fundraising uh, in both sides of the political parties. Like there was someone who was like one of the biggest funders for the Democrat Party, and then the other another person was like one of the biggest like funders for the Republican Party. And uh, that's like that caused a lot of like controversy. People were saying, "Oh, like those politicians got to give the money back." Uh, there's no way they're going to be able to give that back because they already spent it. But at the same time, like the politicians didn't know, so mm-hmm. it's like a whole lot of stuff going on yeah. with that. Like anytime Alameda, like because they were they were trading on margin, so any, so anytime the the in that point in time, crypto's on the downturn, so they're being margin called left and right. And all they would do is just go call Sam, and he'll figure it out for us, to 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 their lenders. So he was basically using customer funds to pay out the debt that they had. Yeah. So that's a whole shebang. Yeah, I see. And, uh, and the whole was about eight billion dollars that they couldn't cover, out of the billions of dollars they had. Mm-hmm. And it's a big scandal because they were promoted by Tom Brady, Kevin O'Leary, a whole bunch of just like stars. So that's that's currently what's going on, which she testified today just saying, hey, what it, what, what you're alleging is accurate. <laughs> this is the, It is exactly what you're saying. And so was the other guy that they alleged, which was um the co-founder. Let me get his name in there. FTR, where are you, buddy? Yeah, so Bitcoin was on a down. Gary Wang. Who? Gary Wang, the co-founder of FTX. Oh. With him. Like, crypto was on a downturn, like William mentioned. Uh, crypto was on a downturn, and that's why uh, Alameda kept on getting margin called. Um, and Bitcoin around the price before the whole incident, it was around 26000 And uh, at least if, from what I'm reading, it's accurate. I don't know if it's specific, but it's about 26000 And then after the crash, it dropped down to like seventeen, And then after time. Oh, it, I yeah. saw when it was at seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was because of that whole shabacle. Yeah, oh, like I don't even know debacle. But his trial starting, which he should be found guilty without. Yeah, yeah, too much like, struggle. Yeah, the, 
So, like, the whole, like, issue at first was, like, people were saying that he wasn't going to serve any jail time, that he wasn't even going to go to jail, but it was it's pretty much a big Ponzi scheme that he was running. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's fun stuff in the crypto market. And they're just trying to change, like, loans out. Like, they had loans with Genesis, another crypto lending company. And they're just trying to change the loans from margins to fixed loans just so they wouldn't be margin called and lose the assets. That were also being that were customer funds. So it's great stuff when you centralize exchanges, you know, fuck around and find out type of situation. <laughs> yeah, because mm-hmm. the like it, like William says, if if you had your crypto on like your own like individual wallet, then you had nothing to worry about. Besides the fact that the, the world's second largest, third largest crypto exchange just went bankrupt, that's typically like bad news for a, like an industry. So the market did get hurt, but overall, the people who owned crypto within their own wallets weren't, for the most part, unaffected. Yeah. Like, Another big thing was a lot of the, the talk was that FTX, the exchange, would never use these customer funds for anything. It was just meant to, if, you're, if, you, if you leave your funds in FTX, they're not going to be touched, you're just going to be left alone, which was a lie. Because yeah. they, they obviously did use it. Because they also had other things that, you know, you could lend your crypto, you could stake, you could use it for other things and like move it from a regular just holding account to like an active hot, like lending type of situation, which people did do, but they they knew there that they were signing up for that risk that you can put, you can potentially lose the assets. And they were, he was trying to play it off like, oh no, it was just mislabeled, like not all of the accounts were like that, which wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. He just blatantly used it now they're in court she's gonna testify until tomorrow i think from what i read she isn't going to testify until she's tomorrow? going to testify oh, until tomorrow. until tomorrow so yeah. they're gonna call her back on the stand tomorrow then yeah because they first had the co-founder up until like 12 o'clock she came on at 12 p.m and then she was there until like 3 4 and now they're going then they closed it out apparently she said that uh sbf directed her to come yeah these crimes like she's like yeah he told me to do all this stuff which Either way, fuck you. You are an asshole and a piece of shit because you knew you knew what you were doing. Yeah, she was yeah, well aware of what was going on. Like they're all aware. Yeah, that's why it's kind of like annoying that they all took plea deals to like get SPF, the main guy. When it's like everything's blatant, you don't need to plea deal here. You're all guilty of being scumbags. Yeah, they're all they're they're all well aware. They're not idiots. Alleged, alleged. Alleged. alleged they all pled guilty <laughs> huh they all pled guilty they're not alleged SDF is alleged yeah a scumbag he, yeah. i mean he's still a scumbag yeah. okay but here's the thing Car- uh, carolina ellison just went on the sand and and yeah and she uh, pled guilty to she, everyone that she, was the first five minutes her first so, five minutes was just saying i am y- guilty yeah, of my so crime. unless she committed perjury like that you're guy. right it's not alleged <laughs> so what scumbags. after the trial well so if sbf is found guilty for all his charges which as of right now he probably won't get all of them he'll get from what we saw is like three to four like three of them he's facing seven charges he's facing seven three of them are like concrete he can go to jail for and he's get, those are minimum 30 to 40 years i'm not mistaken yeah, about 30 years yeah and then yeah. if he gets if, convicted if he of the other of ones, all of them total it's 115 years 100 yeah over 100 years in prison which Caroline, maximum sentence yeah which he probably will get the maximum sentence and then caroline and karen ellison and the other people since they got plea deals it really I, it's not up in the air like i don't think they've said what their um what it would be yeah they probably have a deal and that's it like they they're keeping it on the down low yeah 
but yeah that's like the big the big stuff but just yeah, scumbags I, I didn't know about this and if I did I probably just brushed over it I did not I was not following this at all yeah and crypto <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. but it still affects it a little bit uh, yeah, yeah. well definitely affect were they public no they weren't public traded they are private they are private company yeah. oh, okay but never mind yeah, no, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't affect the market. The, I do know people that were, were like kind of like not completely aware of the situation, and they they just assumed that crypto, Bitcoin was the issue. Yeah, get, got messed up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we were talking about FTX and Bitcoin price when that happened. So yeah, I dropped from seventeen to yeah, I mean so, from thirty two to seventeen. Yeah, so thirty two. Was its all time high? Oh, well, was it the high back in May 29th? Uh, 20, yeah, May 29th, 2022. It started dropping a little bit down, so that's when like it started doing downtrend. Uh, into June, it recovered a little bit in August. Uh, traded sideways a little down, actually, pretty down. Um, uh, most of August and September was when it was like kind of like leveling it off, and then <clears throat> October sideways also a little bit like recovery. But news for um, FTX came out November second. November second, what it dropped immediately from where it was like kind of like recovering up from twenty six, from like twenty thousand to a quick little drop of oh my god, this is so hard. Quick little drop, and it dropped down to like it's eighteen thousand, seventeen thousand after the. The news, like it, it mm-hmm. that news is what brought F, what brought Bitcoin down to its to to the low of the bear market, which was still higher than well, it was like around the same price of like the all time high for the previous previous market. Scumbag. Yeah. And why did why did it drop from thirty to what was it sixty? Yeah, from from sixty to thirty. Yeah. Well, why did it yeah. crash? Yeah, it yeah. does that. Yeah, so typically people like catching the trend up and it feeds into the price there's always like market such like, oh bitcoin 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. investing um it, it just topped out it that has happened every every time there's like a, a happening event where the amount of bitcoin being issued gets cut in half um that like up like cycle goes on and each time it's at least there's this thing that we, we expect it to like not be as like volatile as time progresses because uh, more people are, are in the market and <clears throat> the supply is just smaller. Yeah. Um, Typically what always happens is higher highs, but also higher lows. Yeah, so mm-hmm. like I said, yeah. uh, all-time low. I think I saw it someplace. Oh yeah, 50, like 15,700. Beginning of January, right? Uh, no, that's still in November, in November, like right oh, after the right whole, after? Yeah. Like fifteen thousand, like if you could get it for fifteen thousand dollars, like the absolute cheapest you're gonna find it. Like I didn't see it for like much less than sixteen thousand. Um, and the peak from the previous market before that was like uh, like an eighteen thousand, nineteen thousand. Oh no. I mean the 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 previous bull market. Oh, this this chart doesn't go that far. You guys far. think it's gonna go back up to like sixty all time highs? I'm sure you're not a watcher of this podcast. This is not financial advice. This is not financial <laughs> advice, right? Um, yeah, we're expecting a, a, 
another, recovery. Uh, so by next market. by next year, the first Bitcoin ETF ideally will be approved with a handful of like seven other ones. You know what an ETF is, right? An exchange traded fund. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much trades on the stock market. Yeah, put Bitcoin on the stock market. Um, granted, it's going to be managed by the fund that the company that. That's no, managed. it's going to be allowed to buy it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just going to be tradable, mm-hmm. but it's going to be owned by that company. Mm-hmm. So you buy that company's ETF. Idea, you're buying into Bitcoin, just backed by the company. Mm-hmm. So we expect okay. that to bring in a lot of liquidity into the. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah, so it's like a thirty trillion dollar market of assets under management, where people are expecting at least. One percent. So, like thirty billion to be injected into the market relatively quickly. That's insane. That's respectfully. Because yeah. I mean, market cap for crypto at all time high was like three trillion, with Bitcoin being like one one point five. Yeah. Ideally, it's one percent. It could be half a percent. We don't know. Yeah, obviously. But the idea is one percent is relatively nothing. For these, for for what the these, amount of yeah. people that are going to get into it, or the or the companies that will, it's also what we talked about like a few up, I think a few two episodes back. It's just the how into how easily it will be for institutions to just buy into the market without having to use their own money. They'll be able to take out loans or just borrow whatever they can to get with their whatever banking company they use, mm-hmm. and then borrow against their asset once they have it. I think I remember seeing somewhere. Uh, I'll see if I can find it so I could throw it in there. But uh, J.P. Morgan released like a, a report, and other other financial institutions have released support. But J.P. Morgan was noted as the most conservative report, and it was placing Bitcoin at like forty seven thousand, fifty thousand um, dollars. And that was oh, most, I did see something. And that was the most conservative one. Yeah, and and Ark Invest oh. had Bitcoin like a million dollars. Yeah. But they're Bitcoin, like yeah, the crypto maxis. They're all tech. It's all tech. Yeah, so uh, definitely won't be a million dollars, but it yeah it should be somewhere. The back average back. of what I saw, like a lot of like the those upwards um, of forty thousand. Yeah, definitely upwards of forty thousand. Uh, and that's it's like so cheap right now. <laughs> that's the idea. Get it while you can. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> get, get it while you not can. financial advice. <laughs> no financial advice. <laughs> that has been said for, like throughout this episode. So whatever you people do is your problem. That's on. That's on. That's you. on you. But yeah, we are expecting that to happen. Happening is happening. And plus, just because it's not popular in the U.S. or on the West, in Asia, it's like happening. Everyone's, yeah. they're, they're into crypto. Into what it can do, what everything. What are they doing over there? Well, have you heard of, uh, you know, El Salvador? El Salvador? Mm-hmm. Um, they made Bitcoin legal tender. Like, it is legal tender. I don't know how it's working out for them well, anymore, but... Yeah, um, they're building uh, mining facilities out in uh, in like volcanoes that they have over there. They plan on using steam to power engines and power the computers to mine Bitcoin, natural resource, renewable, clean energy, and they're issuing bonds uh, against those big. Like they're calling it Bitcoin bonds. So pretty much anyone who's buying bonds in El Salvador is uh, pretty much giving the the government like upfront money so they could invest it into mining bitcoin and and developing the bitcoin city that's cool that's all salvador that's not 
that's not Asia though. Yeah, and Asia they're just using it like they're just implementing it as much as they can. Like their people take it, like merchants are trying to adapt it and use it, making it just more commonly used. Are they doing like a tap, like an easy pay feature with it? QR code, QR codes, QR codes. Yeah, okay. it's it's pretty much just scan send. Gotcha. And it's pretty instantaneously using the the Lightning Network. Well, that's not just Bitcoin. You're using like all crypto. Yeah. Whatever, whatever best suits their needs. Yeah, yeah. It, around the world, is there's a big market. There's a whole bunch of use cases, and also they also have some of the most just regulate. Like they're at least regulating. They're giving you a a path to what you can at least do with it. Whereas yeah, here, yeah, we, exactly. we have no idea. Um, exactly. America's like super behind. We're, we're like one of the most behind in terms of regulation, defining and. Defining and creating legal framework for yeah. for Bitcoin or crypto in general. So I saw like a Bitcoin ATM at a gas station. Oh, they're all over the place. Yeah. They're all over the place. Really? Yeah. 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 Uh, walk around South Beach. Yeah, I saw one. I think I saw one around there. Uh, gas mm-hmm. stations. Uh, there's a bunch of gas stations with, with Bitcoin ATMs. Have, cool. you ever, have you ever tried using one? Nope. No. He has yet to have, he doesn't have Bitcoin. Oh, he doesn't have Bitcoin. No. Let's have Bitcoin to use it, man. But yeah, that's the fun stuff. Also, a lot of the a lot of the cryptos that they're also building up, one of them is Filecoin. They were talking about how to implement Filecoin to store the AI data instead of being on centralized exchanges. I mean, a centralized, um, like AWS. Server. Like a centralized server, yeah. Mm. So the same AWS feature for like yeah. Amazon. Instead of using Amazon, you would use a Filecoin or just that yeah. network, which yeah. will allow you to do the same thing. Yeah. So essentially, I, ha- I have a server. I have a little server down there that I d- don't have plugged in. I could plug that in, start running Filecoin on that, and offer uh, disk space on that server uh, to the Filecoin network. If someone wants to store something, they pay me in Filecoin. If they want to access it then they pay file coins to like access it again but that's theirs it's uh encrypted whenever it's stored and it's a ta- and it's um encrypted to your specific like a uh, wallet uh yeah wallet's private that's key cool. yeah so decentralization is definitely going to be a big thing we see it growing in the future mm-hmm. like, it's not going away it's not going anywhere oh helium we talked about this uh, i think it was either last episode or the episode before yeah it's uh like a proof of range proof of connection type network where there would be various routers spread around the city and so you'd be the owner of your router um if someone wants to send messages or like information to another like device it would use the routers as like hops Mm -hmm. for that information to send the packet over until it reaches the final device you would pay in helium uh token to to those routers this is very small as micropayments pretty much um, small small amounts of helium to get your packet to where it needs to go. Um, there's this phone plan going on that they're testing here in Miami that lets you use the helium network on your phone. So it's your phone will be connected to like the routers in your area and it will be making those phone calls through, through that network. Are a lot of those routers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's actually... You they're putting see, it out now. Yeah, the, there's, there's this kid who was like at the time 11 years old and he was like, he pretty much was, was with him and his dad. He was like, let's buy a bunch of routers and give them out for free. 
and his whole thing was like we're gonna give them these uh, i forgot the name of the company i'll see if i can find it but the kid would give out a bunch of routers they were super cheap at the time because the market it was the beginning of helium and he would be like oh just plug this in like we'll split it uh you get 30 percent, i get 70 percent of whatever it generates you get the device for free all you gotta do is plug it in and the guy plugged it in and the kid became a like millionaire multi-millionaire before even becoming a teenager Crazy. I saw him. I saw him at some event that I went to when I first started going, uh, getting into crypto, and I was like, "Yo, that kid's a baller." I was like, "Yeah, duh!" Like, how, like that was a pretty good idea. Set himself fun, up. Fun stuff happening. Yeah, crypto. Crypto is definitely going to have a lot of things coming out in the future. We're excited. That's what we're here for. Documentation. Yeah. Sometimes crypto. Sometimes crypto. <laughs> Talked about trading today. It was a good time. Different avenue. Different avenue. No, you can just trade. You can trade Bitcoin. Yeah, you can trade futures. On you can trade Bitcoin futures. Bitcoin futures. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of what, what I want to look into. I was telling William that I need to spend some time like doing technical analysis and just like looking at Bitcoin, like and like trading. Just just Bitcoin. Literally, just look at the graph every day. Yeah, that's that's, that's all you gotta do. do and get the feel for it. Watch videos. Mm-hmm. Cool. You guys want to wrap up? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Well, you got anything to say? No. You got anything to say? Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. (laughs) This guy. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. We love your company. I can subscribe. You got any questions, concerns, or comments? Leave that. Throw it down there. <laughs> good. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just you're, pointed back there. I was gonna say something. I don't he even know. He, he, I didn't even know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was just gonna. He say forgets. It. He he forgets how to function sometimes. Henry, do you want people to find you? No. No. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> They'll find you. Good idea. One day you'll be found. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm uh, I'm living in the woods off grid. Off grid. Yeah. <laughs> off grid, but on camera. <laughs> yep. Rare appearance. Cool. Cool. Well, thank you for thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been another week of Sometimes Crypto the unscripted crypto podcast hey yo